Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at IX Web Hosting. Click the banner on the right left chronicles.com to get up to 40% off your first year of the best hosting on the planet. Today's episode of Dueling Dialogue is brought to you by Saucy Eva. Gma's marinade is coming soon to a plate near you to gourmetize your meats and proteins. Coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Dueling Dialogues, episode 61. I'm Connor Murphy here with Grace Matthews and the Hammer all the way from Springfield, Missouri. Hi, guys. Hi. Hey, what's happening? Hey, not too much. Colder than a witch's here in Canada. It is here too. Guess what? It started out at 60 degrees today. It's 23 right now with wind. Wow. Sounds like Canada. Crazy weather. Yeah. Good good old Missouri weather. Yeah. I seen my sister in northern Alberta post that it was minus 38 Celsius. So 40, minus 40 Celsius is where Celsius meets Fahrenheit. It's the same temperature. So oh, wow. That yeah. doesn't include wind chill. Yeah, that's nuts. How does yeah. she stand it? Yeah, just stay inside. Yeah, yeah, try not to go anywhere and wait until it's over. Yeah. yeah. You have sex, I guess. I don't know what else uh, Yeah, do. yeah. Probably they you make know. babies. Who knows? There's nothing on yeah. TV anyways. So. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and, you know, these days, that's, you know, that's uh, a bare deal. The whole yeah. sex thing. <laughs> We're outlawing sex. Yeah. Which we'll yeah. get to in a minute. Okay. But before that, we got to talk. You know, we were ahead of the game on this. Oprah for president. Yes. You wrote about it last summer. I looked it up today, actually. May 31st. Okay. So. See, you were ahead of the game. Yeah. You know, and I wrote about why Megan Kelly could not be our next Oprah Winfrey. Yes, I mean, yes, that's what started and, it. Exactly. And you know what? Oprah can't be president for the same reason Megyn Kelly can't be Oprah. Well, I think you're probably going to have an argument there, though. Well, you know, she's loved by women. In fact, I saw one of the newscasters the other night say that it was against the law to be against Oprah. <laughs> And you know what? He's pretty much right. He he said it's a federal law. You have to love Oprah. And that's true. Do you think she's going to give gifts to like Senate and the Congress? Like, oh, look under your chair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, she yeah, will. There'll be a little, you know, there'll be a, a, a Grand Am or whatever. Didn't she give away Yeah, Grand, grand Am. How, how, can, how can your mother be president? Yeah, it just doesn't work. <laughs> you know, your mother or your favorite. Everybody mate. loves her. Yeah. You know, conservatives love her, liberals love her, and you might go, well, that would get her elected. But mm-hmm. you can't love everybody as president. You can't be the maternal mother. I really want to be a fly in the wall at Hillary Clinton's place. Oh, can you, know? you imagine how seething she was the other night? Oh, I, I, yeah, that's where my this thoughts all went started. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my. I hadn't even thought about that, Connor. Well, we haven't yes. heard anything from her, have we? No, not since Oprah opened her mouth. She's mm-hmm. she's not about to go against Oprah and snake anything. No, no, no. She thought. Yeah. I mean, she's she's a little crazy, but 
She's not that crazy. So who's yeah. the better Democratic choice in 2020? Uh-huh. I just Crickets. I think, yeah, you know, Oprah could win, but why would Oprah want to? She is the epitome of the mother that unconditionally loves everybody. True. As president, you cannot be like that. Well, you know, the funny thing is, if you search Oprah in Google, it starts to bring up this love triangle question in Oprah's life. So I've got a question for you guys. You often ask the Canadian, so yeah. I'm going to flip the tables today. I'm going to ask you guys an Oprah question. Okay, shoot. Okay. Oh, so it's say, true or false. <laughs> it's, it's multiple choice. Okay. okay. So since Oprah got her start in TV back in 1976, everything she basically touched has turned to gold. It's allowed her to amass a net worth of over $3 billion. So what else has Oprah touched that has turned to gold? A, her book club. B, Stedman's p <laughs> C, Gail King's <laughs> Or D, all of the above. I'm going with D. I am too. I'm going with D. I know she's turned the book club to gold. Yeah. I know she's turned White Watchers to gold. You know, here's the thing, though, Oprah. I I just can't picture Oprah getting pissed off at somebody that did something to us, like North Korea or Putin yeah, or Kim Jong anybody. Might... I I just can't see her. Well, let's get the answer. Going and say, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, it's well, all of the above, definitely. Oh, no, it is. Yeah. All. Okay. See, there you go. But you know where she would be good? Secretary of State. You know what? She could go smooze Kim Jong-un, smooze China, smooze Iran. I mean, everyone loves her. Why would she want to give that up? And she could she could kick Hillary's batuti as Secretary of State. I think you are onto something there. You know, it's um, just like uh, I I know someone that knows Trump personally. And one of the things that he told me was that he asked Trump about all these different things, even before he knew him before he was president, when he was doing all these different buildings and when he lost all of his money and then rebuilt it and everything. He said, how do you handle it? He says, he says, what about all the heat? He says, I like the heat. There are very few people that like the pressure, like the heat. Just like when he said that news with the press conference with all the Democrats and Republicans in the room, he said, you guys make the decision. I'll take the heat. Well, there's not too many people that will volunteer their and stick their hand up and say, all right, turn all the heat on me. Well, okay? like Oprah has never had the heat. No, and, and I'm not sure how she I mean, the worst heat that. she got is that um, seal, the singer, yep. is mad at her for <laughs> her speech the other day. And running for president because he said that she turned her cheek to the problem in Hollywood and very well knew what was going on. And he said there is no sense in her behaving as if she's going to come and rescue people. Now, of all people, I would not have believed a seal was going to come out and say this. Hmm. I wouldn't have expected a man to tell right. you. I would have expected a woman. Hmm. But. You know, she she has. She opens her arms and she embraces everyone. She embraces their imperfections. In fact, she thrives on imperfections. Right. And mm-hmm. I think as a diplomat, she would be fabulous. I think you're onto something there. But as president, no way. No way would she want to sacrifice 
what she is, which is a one of the a one of a kind. You know, so many people I tell I tell the hammer the other day, you know, the Gaineses that have the fixer upper show and they say this is their last season and they've opened up all these retail avenues. You know, when they leave TV, that retail will go down faster than the Titanic. Right. That happened right. with Martha Stewart. The one person it hasn't happened with is Oprah. Hmm. She defies logic across the board. Well, don't all Democrats? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. In a lot of ways, in a lot of ways, and I tell you, there there is a lot of similarities between Democrats, the memory of mem- of Democrats and Hollywood lately. Yeah. Interesting. Now, we're turning into an Orwellian society. Remember 1984 when they erase their past. They become a utopian society. And then what did they do? They repeated every bad thing they had ever done. Right. They took down the statues. They erased anything bad that ever happened. And that's what we see happening now. Correct. They went through the statues. In fact, we're still in the midst of the statues. But now Hollywood, on the heels of the Oprah night has decided it would like to revisit its past hundred years. Hmm. Okay? okay? So they want to ban their misogynistic past, which not only mean not only includes their behavior and the DRR code and the casting couch, but some of the the movies and the films and the music they've done. First of all, one of the Hammer's favorite. Cheers. What a terrible, terrible sinful thing. Cheers, wife. You know, you don't touch cheers. You don't screw around with Cliff and Norm and all those guys. Because every bar has that character. You just, now, they are as harmless as a day is long. Now, you mean to tell me that they mean harm to any woman? They're there to have a good time and have a couple of beers, throw back some, some cocktails and have some fun and shoot the bull with everybody and not infringe on anyone's life. Right. But there's a new era awakening, and they do not see it the way we do. I mean, flirting is a crime in this in this new. You remember Sam a couple times grabbed Diane and, you know, got her on the smacker? You know, he could grab me anytime and get me on the smacker. <laughs> if, I don't know if he wants a cold, but nevertheless... We digress. What would happen to all the ladies' men's out there? You know, the guys that are the real Casanovas. I mean, come on. That's part of history. Right. right. You know, we had Don Quixote and Cerno de Bergerac. I mean, uh, you know, who else did we have? Well, think of all the movies. I mean, think of, you know, Casablanca. Right. Pepe Le Pew. I mean, one of the greatest lovers of all time. Pepe Le Pew has made the list of of shows they want to ban. The little cartoon. This is just like ripping down statues because it it, it doesn't take away that something occurred back in our history. A statue's there for you to remember that history, you know? Exactly. You might tell me that I have to, you know, society dictates right and wrong, and there's not a lot we can do about that as a single person. Together, I believe we can do a lot. But don't erase history. You know, it goes back to the same thing that you will just 
if you don't have those statues that maybe remind you of things that happened, you'll just repeat it. Isn't that the definition of insanity? You got it. Doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. I yes. mean, that, that's kind of like this, you know, it, it, I don't get it. I, I don't understand the young people's thinking that, okay, this happened in the past, so therefore let's erase it and it's gone. And pretend like it didn't happen. It, that's right. not the way of the world. I am also, no. though, I am a little disturbed about why it bothers them so much. Um, I, I, You know, now assault and harassment are one thing, but flirting it's not illegal. Because you can't flirt with it a cell phone. Be. You can't. <laughs> I, and I do wonder, well, I wonder if that's part of it. They don't need it. Yeah. Because no. they have everything they need on that cell phone. I don't need you know, to that, flirt either. Well, you know, that. It, I sure as hell do. That's, that's what we were talking about. You know, they have, what they have done, they've taken the personal contact out of it. Yes. You know, anytime that you're contacting by, via email, via text, whatever. There's no personal feeling. There's no touch. eye contact. There's no physical touch. You know, what? one guy told me once, he said, you know what? I want to talk face to face so I can eyeball you. Well, the what body he, language. Yeah, what he's meaning too is he wants to look me in the eye and tell me, if, see if I'm telling the truth. <laughs> or, you know, I, the, if people will trust their gut instinct on most things, it's correct. Let me see your eyes. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh, I got caught. <laughs> but, you know, mass was on the list. 16 candles was not only sexist, but racist. I don't remember anything racist in, wow. in 16 candles. I, I don't know. I mean, it's just, it's out of control. Yeah, Absolutely it definitely out is. Of is it millennial snowflakes? It is definitely snowflakes, but it it extends a little beyond the millennials. Yeah, I guess you're probably right there. Uh, millennials are 1980 to year 2000, so that makes millennials top off at about 36. This is even a prevalent thought in 40 somethings. Wow. So, and that and that really makes us obsolete. You know, I saw a guy on TV interviewing about this very same issue last night. And he asked, um, they mentioned that um, the man that wrote Marvel Comics is now being sued for mm. sexual assault. He's 94. Oh, my God. Tucker Carlson said, what if this is old age? And the girl emphatically, who was definitely a millennial, said that that really didn't matter. And, you know, the bad Are thing you is, how does he even know what he's saying sometimes? Well, you know, he could have Alzheimer's so bad or dementia that he's not sure even what he's saying. Or it, in his mind, it could be his wife. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. I, mean, I thought that was very sad. It, it is sad. But it, it, was, sad. it was very sad. telling that she really, in her mind, believed that there was nothing that could be wrong with you that you couldn't control what you said. And that was frightening. Oh, my gosh. What will they do with all those old people? Those kids, they'll lock us up. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of old people making a comeback, Bill O'Reilly is going to be on Newsmax tonight. Ah. The Sinclair News Conglomeration. Remember, they were going to pull their offer to him, I right. don't know, several months ago when more of the accusations came to light. 
Right. They advertised all over the web today and through email that he will be on there discussing DACA. Now, an interesting uh, situation has also occurred with Newsmax, Newsmax being Sinclair Television, who has recently bought so many local channels that they have the power of a network. For that deal to be finalized, they needed to sell 10 stations, 10 local stations, so they would not have a monopoly in any market. None other than Rupert Murdoch came to the rescue and bought those 10 channels. Now, the Murdochs own Fox News Channel. That would be a direct competitor of Sinclair. I say something bigger is on the horizon between Sinclair and Fox News. Very interesting. Yeah, we'll keep watching that. Yeah, for sure. But I did not think Bill O'Reilly would make any kind of comeback at 67 after all the smut that's been thrown on the wall about him. Right. Interesting. He's He's still got the fan base. He really does. You know, he's got a dedicated fan base. That's for sure. He's going to come back and make a showing. You watch. He's not going to go away quietly. No, that's for darn sure. He hasn't. You know, he still claims that it's all a big lie and that it was part of a left-wing conspiracy to take him down. At first, I could have believed that after one or two, that it was kind of, you know, a thing. And and maybe we should put some, you know, we should believe a little bit because Lisa Bloom, the attorney, has been caught giving money to a victim or a so-called victim of Trump's. She was giving her money to come forward. She possibly could be disbarred for this. So we also can't say it doesn't happen. I don't think that Bill O'Reilly would have paid anyone $32 million for that like he did Lee Sweels. So. I think that ship of believability. I still think you should call her loose wheel. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Okay, we go on to James Woolsey, former CIA director. He told Newsmax today that North Korea can attack the U.S. with a nuclear satellite or with a nuke from a satellite. This threat can take place, be carried out right now. If this happens, 90% of the people on the continent would die in a short time. It is hard to believe little Kim has that kind of power right now. Well, it just goes to hell out of me that they could do that. It just, I, Absolutely. I, don't, I, don't, uh, I hope that that's not true. Yeah, we all do. Because he, uh, he scares me because he has no conscience, and apparently everybody, all the subordinates have to praise him like he's a god because they don't want to get shot. And I think until recently they believed he was a god. But now they're starving, they have parasites, the nuclear radiation is getting to them. That ship might be sailing. We we had a psychic yesterday that said that his people may revolt against him. Be the best thing to ever happen. Yeah, Yeah, I agree there. Let's hope they do. Hunger is something to... uh, that, that will make you uh, do a lot of crazy things. If you're hungry, you will unite and and revolt. Yeah, Hunger it's, it's, will drive it's conceivable. You right, totally. Okay, undercover video exposes Twitter employees targeting Donald Trump's direct messages. You know, those are the private messages you send over Twitter and his Google searches. Now that's crap. Wow. But they flat got them on video. Well, 
That doesn't surprise me. They can it doesn't do it. surprise me, but it saddens me. Well, it's, they shouldn't do it, but they don't care. I will say that the left and the resistance has absolutely declared war on this president. Yeah, uh, that's been happening ever since he became president. Actually, I, before. Yeah, exactly. Uh, since he came down that escalator. Yeah, pretty much. You know, I I think the thing from the get-go that did scare him was because he was a businessman. Businessmen, when they make promises, they fulfill them. And I think that's been the biggest thing that has threatened the liberals is that they knew that if Trump would and could do his promises that he made, which he has a lot of them or most of them, that their ship would be sunk. Because then, what are they going to come out about? I mean, the Russian deal is a dead deal. Yeah. I mean, and you know, what are they going to do? Dance Hillary out there again? Have her do her soft show shovel or whatever she does? Or well, and you know, a businessman like him, like you say, gets it done. But it's not always a clean fight. Sometimes it's down and dirty. And you got to remember, he's from Queens. Now, Queens. From Queens to Manhattan is about 40 minutes. Yeah. Queens is kind of like putting Springfield, Missouri, right next door to Manhattan. I mean, because we play a little down and dirty and rough and ugly and, you know, we talk a little different and they're a little rougher and tougher. I mean, they're nothing like the Manhattan people. It's amazing that, you know, I I mean, probably as a bird flies, it's 10 minutes away. You got to drive it and New York, it's probably 40. But it is night and day. It's it's rough. They talk. I mean, even the Mooch is from Queens. So you've got a businessman from Queens, which is about like a boxer. Well, you know, because he, that's how they do the business. He's like a, he's kind of got the deal that shall the best man survive. Just like the movie Thunderdome. Two men in, one man out. Two men in, one man out. You know when when they're going to fight to the the better end to see who's the, the champion there. Well, it's kind of like what Trump's used to. He's used to fighting these guys, and nah, it's not a real fight, but he's used to participating against all kinds of different businessmen. And let's face it, some of these businessmen are rather bullies. And he yeah. has to take them on because this is survival. You're talking about millions and sometimes maybe multi-million dollar projects that Rich men, that, that's their kind of their, uh, you know, feather in their hat or their notch in their gun is how many different crises or projects they have won from another person. They have to, that's their bragging point. That's their trophy on the wall. Oh, exactly. And everybody gets a trophy, don't they? No, yeah. they don't. Nowadays they do, yeah. Yeah, I don't get it. That's not how they play that. But he's okay with not getting everything he wants, which is unlike a politician. He's not a politician. And, you know, sometimes they try to bury him for that. You know, the past two days, I have seen them really go after the fact that he doesn't necessarily know parliamentary procedure. And they've tried to nail him. Yesterday, it was Dianne Feinstein. You know, she said, we want a clean bill. And he goes, of course I want a clean bill, you know? He didn't know a clean bill meant no contingencies. Right. And she damn well knew he didn't know that. Yeah. Because, you know, and he doesn't have to know 
That's why you have people surrounding you. No president writes the bills. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to be a constitutional attorney to be a president. Right. Today, they said he contradicted himself on FISA. And actually, God bless his soul, he didn't know he didn't, but he didn't contradict himself. They passed, they had to renew the bill on FISA as, you know, foreign, foreign intelligence surveillance. That right. gives the CIA, the FBI, the right to surveil foreign people or foreign entities. Yeah, the people that download my hard drive. Exactly. Now, the bad thing is it gets a little messed up, and that's kind of how they got Trump's people in there. Okay? Okay. And so Trump basically said that. They said he contradicted himself. He didn't because you need to protect Americans, but you still need the bill so you can surveil terrorists. Exactly. Mostly terrorists. Yeah. You know, or other bad guys. Yes. Um, Drug runners. And okay. It's always been a big argument. Where do you stop? Like, where do you stop and start violating somebody else's rights? But, you know, in this day and age, I'm glad someone's listening. Well, I do too. But, you know, we, we have to maintain some of our rights. But he can fix that with executive order. Right. We still need the bill. And basically, he said both things, but they spent half of the press conference today trying to nail him on the meaning. All of the news people say that he contradicted himself and they didn't understand. Well, I understood exactly what he was talking about. This works for foreign people. It doesn't work for domestic people. We need to fix that part. It all boils down to they just don't like him because he's an outsider. You, you know, he's, he's not a good old boy. He's he a didn't come fighter. in there and try to you know, rub elbows with with the big wigs. He came in there and said, I'm going to clean this place up and we're not going to lie. We're not going to pretend. We're going to do what we, what we promised. Oh my God, what a novel thing. I'm a politician. I'm going to do what I promised. God, oh, oh, can you believe that? <laughs> can you believe that a politician would actually do that? Well, and you know, as sort of, I think, in a response, after you have your little faux heart attack here, Mr. Hammer, uh, in a response, Trump is having a physical tomorrow. One of the military doctors. And I know part of that's a response to them going, he's mentally unfit. You know, he opened up that news conference, that meeting the other day to cameras. It could be eating all that McDonald's, though, too. Yeah, well, I think he's going, and the doctor is going to have a news conference on Tuesday about his physical. <laughs> and there will be a reference, I guarantee you, to his mental health. Wow. I think okay. that was a brilliant move. I, I really do. Yeah, it, it's crazy that he's had to do that. He's president. It is, but I tell you what, he, he hardly can get ahead of him. You know, he is going to take, he's kind of like a mother that runs around trying to fix everything, you know. I mean, he scheduled this so fast and make your head spin. I don't know. I'm um, still trying to. So this Michael Wolf and, you know, these people going, he's mentally unfit. And I'm still trying to get over the comment you just made about Trump being my mother. <laughs> okay. Well, no offense to your mother. All right. We need to shift gears very quickly. Let's let's distract me, please. Oh, oh, I'll distract you. One of your favorite. Okay. There is now no doubt that Uma Aberdeen 
she was Hillary's assistant, lied to the feds. There are 18 classified documents on her husband, Anthony Weiner's computer. Now, Anthony Weiner's in jail for sexting with a 15-year-old. Showing his wiener, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Now, today, they called off the divorce. In the United States, a husband and a wife don't have to testify against one another. What if they actually reconciliate? Nah, never mind. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) You know, here's my big big deal. Yeah. Here's the thing I want to know. If it really comes to push or shove, would Uba sell out Hillary? Would she say that she was directed to do this by Hillary Clinton? Because then that makes Hillary guilty also. Or would she say, well, I just took it upon myself to do this. That's that's one of those things that, because Uba's supposed to have been her number one fan and pal and did everything she asked and with her thick and thin. I just tell know, you. I just know when it gets down to the nitty gritty and it starts being your ass is going to be slammed in the slammer, sometimes things happen. Well, let me tell you this. Though. A lot of men have gone down for presidents and such because men do that, you know, and they expect to do that. Look at Ollie North. You know, look at some of the guys that went down for Nixon. I don't know. That's a difference between men and women. I don't know that women would do that or a woman would do that. I don't know that we have it in us, especially for another woman. You know, it comes back. I to, don't know. You know, it, it, it's almost like the family with the mafia. You know, they have a fa- you, you don't turn on the family. Well, she is part of the Clinton family. So sure. would she turn on the family or would she suck it up and take the heat? And many say that Emma is more a daughter to Hillary than Chelsea. Oh, wow. I, I guess time know. will tell. I mean, you know, yeah. they they set her up with the wiener. So I don't know how much they loved her. but <laughs> <laughs> just, I don't know. But supposedly that was love. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Maybe it was lust. Yeah, strange kind of love. He must have showed her his wiener. (laughs) Okay, Korea banned Bitcoin sales today. Yeah, dropped the cryptocurrencies down a bit, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to be a trend. And and I don't know that all cryptocurrencies should suffer. This is not the first time. I mean, China's banned them. Oh, I know. Yeah, so, and every time a country bans them, they they drop in price slightly, and then it recovers, and everybody's happy and fine. And you know what? Dropping the price now might cause more people to buy. So Yeah, that's true. They can control that so much that sometimes I think that it is something that the powers behind something like that they are in control of that. They are trying to manipulate this Well, countries this can certainly control it. We have kind of chosen not to control it. Yeah, but... But these Asian countries, I don't... Their governments do that. are... Anytime they can find anything to make an extra buck, they're going to do it. Well, or block somebody else from making a buck. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. And keeping on the economy, Walmart, of course, is our largest employer in the United States still. They are going to bring the starting wage up to $11 an hour. 
and give a million people bonuses. Now, they said this was in response to the tax cut. However, late this afternoon, news also broke that they are going to close down at least 63 Sam's Clubs. That's the box store. That's like Costco. Wow. So, what gives here? I don't know. You know, in a bunch of those, I, I happened to look at the locations, and a lot of those were in New York and California, and their theory behind that was that the areas that they had picked to open the Sam's Clubs weren't growing at the rate that they had predicted. Well, so, that's interesting because those places didn't want them in the first place. Yeah, isn't that amazing? So, yeah, I think that is a little bit ironic, you know. And, and Walmart's trying to hold market share against Amazon. Last year was not a great year for Walmart, you know. And a lot of their ideas really didn't pan out. Remember the holiday party thing? Yeah. They were going to yeah. have holiday parties. I think that fizzled before it ever happened. I'm not sure what happened there. I mean, I, that was just it, creepy even thinking of going to a Christmas party at Walmart. Yeah. How sad is your life going to be? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That is terribly sad, but not quite as sad as Yeah, what are you doing this weekend? Man, we're going to Walmart for a party. Oh, really? <laughs> oh hey big was, spender and then Take you come to monday how was your weekend man oh it's great we went to wally world and had a hell of a time what'd you do oh we walked the aisles i got my steps in you know they don't even have sampling there i mean how can you really have a good yeah. time with no sampling yeah exactly yeah, yeah. Don't know. i've never seen sample booze it but. sounds like a costco plug to me yeah yeah, yeah we don't have a we don't costco. have one we're not yeah. big enough here we're not I big enough, but speaking of sad lives steve bannon has no friends now yeah he has lawyered up because oh. after the book and i don't know all this other stuff the congress the judicial branch wants to talk with him yeah, no doubt. I yeah. imagine there's a lot of people that want to talk with him. And I happen to feel like he's probably going to at least have to defend himself against a bit of defamation because it is just unbelievable how upset the base is with him. Right. I mean, now, these people that thought he was the second coming. Yeah. I mean, I, being fired from Breitbart basically got evicted from the janitor's closet. He's got to move now. Oh, could you believe that Rebecca Mercer was paying him out of five different companies? She was paying him 533000 a year, and she had spread it out over several companies. So he lost a big gig. And then XM came out and said he would no longer be on XM. Wow. I don't know why XM would do that, because they shouldn't really care about his politics. So I'm, I'm guessing there's more to the story here. I mean... I don't really know who would follow the guy anyways, because he looks like your creepy drunk uncle, you know, that you got to invite at, at holiday time. Or the guy that HR has to talk to you about using more deodorant. Oh, exactly. Exactly. In fact, people have said that. He is your stinky uncle that drinks too much. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a lot of people have said that. In fact, the last days in the White House, they said they thought he was going to kill over. Wow. Because, you know, his skin was getting that look like you get when you drink too much. Or he been on a cocaine binge for a few months. Yeah. Could be, you know. I mean, his, you know, that 
Because fish, that could be. You know, what I, What almost makes me think is he's one of these guys, you know, and when you talk to a journalist or a newspaper writer, reporter, if you say something you don't want repeated, you always say, this is off the record. Yeah, but this guy has been known. I know, but I'm just saying, this almost sounds like everything he said should have been off the record, but it wasn't. It's right. maybe like this, you know, it's something like, uh, you, almost like what Trump did, what you say in the locker room stays in the locker room. Yeah. You know, but this guy sure brought it out, and boy, poor old Bannon. I kind of feel sorry for it because he went from being it to not it. Yeah, definitely not. And I don't know but what he did it himself. Yeah, like, you, know? you know, he, he did. He did, but... It, it's kind of, uh, he, he had his big uh, 15 minutes of fame, I guess. Yeah. Well, it was no secret that Michael Wolf is, is a snake, that, and he also will make things up. He will con- He's delusional. But the word was also out there that Steve Bannon was delusional. I mean, he did have this unrealistic view of himself, much more so even than Trump. I agree. I agree. And they said he just believed he was the savior and that he was the most brilliant man in the room. And he couldn't even use a computer? Yeah. I mean, I heard he does have a good memory. I, good. Yeah, I heard he's memorized every state's minimum age of consent. Oh, 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 oh. good one good one very good one. Oh my goodness hollywood will be after him in a minute yeah so, Ew. We'll, be, we'll be getting an email anytime now you know yeah, that absolutely Probably. bannon's story is not over but bannon himself is over yeah i i would have to definitely agree there and we don't always agree but life's a journey and we're all in this together Remember, don't become anyone's victim, especially not Bannon's. <laughs> Hashtag nobody's victim. Godspeed, Connor. Godspeed to the hammer. And the hammer wants to leave you with one last word after last week's debacle of only oh, going right. two and four. Yeah. I'm going to try to make it up to my fans out there. I hope I still have one or two. Okay, <laughs> let me go through this real quickly. All right, and I'm going to explain... Why? You take Pittsburgh because they can run the football and they have so many weapons. You take the Patriots because why? Tom Brady. My wife loves him. Number three, this the, the NFC is tough. Some people say you go with the team that has the veteran quarterbacks. I'm going to go with the team that plays in the dome because they're playing in a dome. Teams that play... I mean, play outside. Teams that play in a dome don't seem to go outside very well. So, therefore, I say take Minnesota and you do not take the Saints. Okay. We will go with that. All the favorites. Go with the favorites. Take Philly, take Minnesota, take Pittsburgh, and take New England. Okay. We hope it works. Godspeed, everyone. Godspeed, everybody, and everyone, thanks for listening out there, and we'll see you next week. Good luck! Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at IX Web Hosting. Click the banner on the rightleftchronicles.com to get up to 40% off your first year of the best hosting on the planet. 
Today's episode of Dueling Dialogue is brought to you by Saucy Eva. Gma's marinade is coming soon to a plate near you to gourmetize your meats and proteins.